This is our devotional commentary for Numbers chapter 30. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes of the people of Israel, saying, This is what the Lord has commanded. If a man vows a vow to the Lord, or swears an oath to bind himself by a pledge, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. If a woman vows a vow to the Lord and binds herself by a pledge, while within her father's house in her youth, and her father hears of her vow and of her pledge by which she has bound herself and says nothing to her, then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if her father opposes her on the day that he hears of it, no vow of hers, no pledge by which she has bound herself shall stand, and the Lord will forgive her because her father opposed her. If she marries a husband while under her vows or any thoughtless utterance of her lips by which she has bound herself and her husband hears of it and says nothing to her on the day that he hears, then her vows shall stand and her pledges by which she has bound herself shall stand. But if on the day that her husband comes to hear of it, he opposes her, then he makes void her vow that was on her and the thoughtless utterance of her lips by which she bound herself, and the Lord will forgive her. But any vow of a widow or of a divorced woman, anything by which she has bound herself, shall stand against her. And if she vowed in her husband's house or bound herself by a pledge with an oath, and her husband heard of it and said nothing to her and did not oppose her, then all her vows shall stand, and every pledge by which she bound herself shall stand. But if her husband makes them null and void on the day that he hears them, then whatever proceeds out of her lips concerning her vows or concerning her pledge of herself shall not stand. Her husband has made them void, and the Lord will forgive her. Any vow and any binding oath to afflict herself, her husband may establish, or her husband may make void. But if her husband says nothing to her from day to day, then he establishes all her vows or all her pledges that are upon her. He has established them because he said nothing to her on the day that he heard of them. But if he makes them null and void after he has heard of them, then he shall bear her iniquity. These are the statutes that the Lord commanded Moses about a man and his wife and about a father and his daughter while she is in her youth within her father's house. In times of crisis, people turn to God. Prayers become more frequent and fervent, and promises are made. God, if you help me now, I will attend worship each week. I'll start tithing. I'll stop swearing. I'll read the Bible every day. I'll give up alcohol. I'll become a pastor or missionary. But when the crisis passes and the prayer is answered, there is always a temptation to forget the vow. Whether a vow took the form of a promise to give something to God, usually a sacrifice, or a pledge to abstain from something, the Lord took it seriously. 
And so number 30 begins with a restatement of this fundamental principle. Vows must be kept. When the words come out of a man's mouth, he is not free to break the promise. But what if a vow cannot be literally fulfilled? For example, what if a man from the tribe of Reuben vowed to serve God full-time? Only the tribe of Levi could do this. You might recall that Leviticus 27 addressed this kind of situation, where vows were unfulfillable for one reason or another. But here another problem is discussed, namely, what should be done if a woman's father or husband takes exception to her vow? And in this chapter, the Lord spells it out. If the father or husband objects to the vow, as soon as they hear of it, the woman is released from her vow without penalty. But if they at first raise no objection and then later protest about it, then he, and not the woman, will have to pay the penalty. Various possible combinations of circumstances are described to illustrate. Girls' vows, voidable by father or fiancé. Widows and divorcees, unbreakable vows. Wives' vows, voidable by husband without penalty. And wives' vows, voidable with penalty. It's not intended as a comprehensive discussion, but a collection of important cases. When getting married, a woman was no longer under the authority of her father, but her husband. This does imply something about responsibility and headship in the family, and the New Testament affirms the calling of wives to submit to their husbands. But the New Testament also introduces a new concept. The rights and obligations of a married couple are reciprocal. So, for example, though a husband is the head, a vow of sexual abstinence in marriage requires mutual consent. Any promise made by an individual can have implications for a spouse or family. God wants to see us walking together in unity as we serve Him. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.